listen, laugh, and learn. Welcome to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Don Miller Show where we listen, laugh, and learn. We're live, guys. Listen, we got some really good conversation for and, you today. I couldn't wait to get here. And for you guys that are watching us on the web right now, Don is here. He's just being in t- in, <laughs> invisible right at this moment. Anyway, welcome to our <laughs> listeners, in, of course, in the Sunshine State. Welcome to our listeners in Georgia, in Nebraska, Nebraska, California, all over the place. Can we just say, welcome, America. Welcome, welcome. To the welcome. Don Miller Show. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Listen, welcome. give us a call, 321 055. I got a little complaint the other day mm-hmm. that we don't say the number often enough, so I go. will make it my point to make sure I say it more frequently throughout the show. Again, that number is 321-339-1055. You can call or text us at that number, or if you want to join us in the conversation, you can just download the app and you can leave us an open mic because we really love to play those doing our show. You guys are hilarious. Anyway... Don Miller, are you ready to join us? Uh, Not yet? Not quite yet? I'm in this piece. You in this piece? (laughs) I'm over here doing the Lord's work as I have done for many years. Oh, no. I've done the work of the Lord. I've worked really hard. I got to know what that work is before we call it the Lord's (laughs) Uh, work. I I don't know, but I don't know. The Lord of what? You're right, exactly. (laughs) I've been out here doing the Lord's work. I've been working in the vineyard. I've been in the pasture. And, and you know, sometimes you I don't understand. Been in the past, I guess this guy's. What did what? you just do? This guy's headphones. This guy's headphones don't work. Uh, so can okay. I? Okay, so wow. I've been. Is that too much? Okay. All right. Anyway, so I've been doing the Lord's work again. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. It's a great did you day. Just test uh, the headphones. Monday through no, he just gave them to me. Uh, no. Monday through Friday, uh, ten a.m. Eastern time. Right? Can we start all over? <laughs> I'm mad because you just figured out that your headsets didn't work. No, I just went and borrowed some headsets, and uh, I don't really need headsets. You know, I've done this before. I can't plug these in, Holly, because they don't have the right jack. Okay, won't he do it? Won't he will? Won't he do it? Won't he? (laughs) Yes. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Let's start off. We're just going to just pass the time for a moment. (laughs) Don't say none, because I ain't the first person to make a mistake in here. We didn't say it was a mistake. Okay, come on. Won't he do it? Won't he will? Go ahead, D'Amico. Just, I'll handle this. Come on, let's go. No, you do you. You do you. Yeah. Yeah. People go are like, ahead. who the hell is these clowns who just got a radio show? <laughs> the clowns got a radio show. The clowns uh, asking the same question. <laughs> thank you so much again for joining well, us. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited, really, um, about today's conversation. Well, a bunch of conversations today. We're being joined in the studio by this guy I met many years ago. Uh, D'Amica and I were on another station, and when we first got there, they said, now, this is going to be your guy. And we walk in the studio, he's got a Motley Crue shirt on, Def Leppard or somebody, and he's got this camouflage hat on. And I'm like, man, they always setting up the black people, man. <laughs> they always set the black people up, man. I'm like, this guy going to be doing our show? And he was sitting there, and I'm like, man, what's up, homie? He was like, what's up, homie? <laughs> and I can tell you from that day on, my main man, my boy, my brother. T-Time. Uh, from Iowa. If you listen to the Don Miller Show over the years, you've heard this name, T-Time. T-Time's in the studio with us, man. What up, baby? And that's how you get brought into a place like this, because I'm still here to, like, set the black people up somehow. Yeah, yeah. You said, but, hey, I'm just going to say it. You good? 
I'm I'm working on it. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on okay, it. Okay, but but again, uh, it's just I'm excited about the conversation today. I want you know, I, look, I made a mistake today. I did not bring my headphones. Uh, I hope everybody's good now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can you hear? I did yeah, bring I my hear. headphones. So it's now funny I have how it works for you. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't it ain't Hollywood. I'm just but saying. I, I, a couple of things I want to pop out of the gate on, guys. Um, Please feel free, as D'Amica said, to hit us with an open mic. Yes. Uh, go to the app, download the app, go to the website, follow us, follow us on all forms of uh, um, social media, all platforms, The Don Miller Show. Um, the other day we were doing a conversation, yeah. and the show was about should underage children, should juveniles, many young juveniles, not 15. Oh, I thought we Okay. Yeah, yeah. Should they be charged as adults? Okay. That's the same conversation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right? It's like 5,000 conversations. Okay. <laughs> but yes, that's okay. one of the conversations. So, D- Demisha, Demika got really passionate about yeah. this, and Holly and I uh, kind of agreed until I started changing my mind at the end. Uh, Holly's position is lock them up. And, and, and my position was lock them up, and then it became kind of lock them up, and I'm confused <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> And so I want to go back to this conversation. We got a lot of hits on this, and yeah. we did not finish it, the show. It, pro- it uh, prompted a lot of interest. Oh, yeah, you're about to get a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and D'Amica was highly passionate, would you say? Yeah, yeah she was passionate. Why do you keep saying that? Like, I'm, you just well, said Don that like three times now. Yeah, Don, Don is saying that. I didn't say, yeah, didn't say She was passionate, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I want to go back to this because in light of the discussion, there's something that, I, you know, I've been following this in Orlando about a little over a week ago. A carload of juveniles drove by a house and opened fire more than a bunch of rounds, more than 20 rounds, killing a six-year-old, uh, wounding the mom, and then killing another person. And uh, these, 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 these carloads of random idiot young'uns, young'uns, right, jits, mm-hmm. continue to rob and pillage under laws that were on the books in Mayberry, right? At what point does the conversation about the laws, the juvenile justice laws, right? Mm-hmm. Who gets charged, how they get charged? Because we go back to the conversation of the young man who walked in front of his mom in Milwaukee and blew her brains out at 10 years old, then goes and orders something after blowing his mom's brains out on Amazon, right? And so they have charged him in Milwaukee. They've charged him as an adult. He's 10 years old. And a lot of people say that's just wrong. Uh, D'Amica is one of those people who say that this child should not be charged as an adult. I don't know anymore. I don't understand. What do you do? There are no more mental institutions. Back in the day, they had asylums. They had places where they could send you. Florida had a gigantic one, Mm -hmm. several hundred beds. Uh, Chattahoochee. Yeah, Chattahoochee. In Illinois, it was in the Chicago area. It was Mantino. In Georgia, Georgia State Mental Hospital, somewhere down in, I can't remember where it was, but they all had Mississippi had Whitfield. Whitfield. For many, many years, they shut that down. And they emptied out Whitfield and sent everybody to To Parchment, Parchment. which was the state prison. Prison, And many of these places, uh, Timmy, as you know, they took these people who have been sentenced to the rest of their lives in mental institutions, and they took them out and just put them in jail, right? I mean, wasn't it our conservative icon, Ronald Reagan, was the one that, like, ended the involuntary institutional... Like, yeah, there was a place that you could take these people at one point in time. And I read this story last night. The one thing that stuck out to me, the entire family said, 
long history, years long history of this sort of behavior. And yeah, I understand people say, oh, I don't want to charge him as an adult. Well, me either. But also his mom's got a bullet in her face. Right. Right. So, I mean, where, where's the justice for her? Where's the justice for the rest of the family that's been that's been terrorized probably by right. this and you don't And you don't have an apparatus in the state to be able to take care of people like that. They clearly don't need to be in a home. They need to be supervised. Go they ahead. need to be in an institution. Yes. You know, especially if you're not going to safe proof your home you're not because you have other kids in well, the, the house the, the mother had cameras up in the house that's how afraid of that's how afraid of this kid she but, was. But, yeah. but listen though yeah. again another thing that should have stuck out to you is that when he was young he was also seeing multiple invisible people and not just <laughs> well, come on now i kind of had some invisible friends early on no and they all had <laughs> distinctions no they did not right so one. if you can say one. um oh. yeah this person this invisible person this person i'm seeing right here this is an old lady right wow. here and then this one she's a young person now if you have distinct features that you can point out no not most kids don't do no, that I didn't come have, on let, have my come on keep it real right. that was clear something broken and not right with this kid early in the game. He should not have even been at home. She was not capable of having him at home and keeping the other kids safe. Period. She, could, she couldn't even keep a handgun out of his hands. Right. How, How did he get a key? How did he get about? the key? Right? You know, so that's that's all I'm saying. But, that's but because there was no key. But well, so, it, so who, the story I mean, that's said, how that works. So, right? so, the story said so that he got the key. It, whose fault would it be? Would it be her fault for not finding help, or would it be the city or the the states or the the so whatever? I'm, I'm not necessarily saying. For, I, I think that a lot of people should take responsibility. I yeah. we because it it did say that she did get the kid counseling mm-hmm. that he had been in counseling for a long time. Even his siblings say that. But I, I like Don said, I know people who have worked with kids like that and families that work for social services. And one of them is calling today and I can't wait for her to, you but, know, but again, share listen, those. listen, man, I'm going to tell y'all from the basis. But where this, do they okay? go? Sometimes no, they don't listen, have anywhere to go. I don't care where they go. You're getting the hell out of my house. If you are terrorizing, two, three, four, hey five. man, I don't. You know what? They're, this is a you kid. tell a two, three year old to get no, the hell out of my can't. house. You can't, right? But, 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 you're not even making sense. But you got to listen. You got to listen, right? While we are marching in the streets for things that we're never going to be able to change, nobody is talking about where to put these kids. Listen, okay, but wait, we wait. can send so, we can send wait, forty wait. million to Ukraine, but we can't invest uh, billion, in some billion, fits, billions, billions, billions the point, in Ukraine, but we can't listen, listen, listen. You're right. The point is we're sitting around looking at our country on every level, especially in our inner city, be torn to shreds. In the Negro community, right, that I speak to every day you should be ashamed of yourself for voting for people who don't think this is a crisis. You are going to see these kids go to prison because they ain't got nowhere else to put them. They're coming from broken homes, okay? They're, they're born with substances in their systems. And what do you think's going to happen if the child is born with heroin and crack or, or substance in his system by the time he gets to 10, 11, 12, right? 
What do you think is going to happen when this kid's in third grade and can't say his name? And the big problem is the states and the cities don't have any appetite to actually go and combat these problems. There's no incentive. So what they they wait to do is get them to a certain age, get them to 18, then we can just process them through the system. Exactly. You know why? Because we can get cheap labor from now. I can tell you how I know. I have a special needs child. I can tell you how hard it is to get out there. Mm -hmm. Like You talk to the county. You talk to the city. What kind of resources Mm. are available? And it's kind of like... Good luck. That's what you got. That's See? exactly. But again, we this should be in the political discourse. And that's a problem, discourse. Timmy. Oh, yeah. Timmy, that this should be problem. in the political discourse. A- ask me how I know. And, okay? you're, <laughs> and you're a healthy, functioning parent. Well, right let's here. not go wild. Well, I'm, but I'm saying versus versus a single parent mom, you know, don't, right. doesn't have right. any education. Right. Right. That's right. a completely different dynamic. Well, my wife tells me two or three times a week I could very easily become a single parent. Okay. Like, with <laughs> She's uh, the line. Just was one. That's a little off kilter. (laughs) But but again, you know, it's funny, guys, because this is a crisis. And again, we're letting people pick our crisis. So when you got a carload of 15-year-olds who go and drive and shoot a house up, and when you got some clowns that go to a cemetery and and tear up a tombstone, and uh, first of all, we just got to start calling it like it is. You see how these fools look? Do you see how these fools look? Did you see the hair? Listen to me, man. Island boys. Did you see them? Did you see what they call them? Uh, I, well, the island boys made that look kind of famous. But, but again, and, right? What yeah. aren't they gay now? I, I probably were gay before. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like that, that's a new thing. Now. Yeah, like, they played out the old thing now, like to get the TikTok, the, the kissing yeah, each other. They were, it's very they wild. were on that, that dude's island, Epstein's island. They were with Epstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had pictures of them when. They yeah, were. they were normal kids before they came back from that place. Oh, really? <laughs> What's normal? Allegedly. So, so let's get back to this, right? Because wow. where do you, look? We're watching this happen right before our eyes. They're going to move these people through the system. And then at 18, as Timmy just said, they're going to send them to the joint. They know who's going to jail right now. They, can, yeah. they know they can who's going to jail. Ready. They, can get they the know ready. who's going to jail in sixth grade. If you're in sixth grade Even and you're, before sixth and you're grade. reading on a, on a less than a second grade level, you're going to jail. Yeah. You're not going to college. You're going to jail. If you look at these numbers and these stats and this data compiled over many years, right? At third grade, they know who's going to jail. Yes or no? Anybody want to bet me on that? That's at third the, grade, they know who's going to jail. That's what the research says. Holly, at third grade, they know who's going to jail. Whoever mm-hmm. our guest is needs to turn down uh, whatever they Their got. Idea. We got a caller. Yeah. But, so let me just say this, right? At third grade, you know who's going to jail. Why would you try to save them when they're going to be a part of your money? Why yeah. would you try to save the third grader? You're, you're absolutely right. You know, like I said, they'll be having those... They're getting the beds ready. They say, look, now we can do this extent, extension on the, the jail because we know by the time we get it finished, we'll have people to fill those beds. If your name is Aquavius, any Aquavius, <laughs> oh, wow. you got to work really harder, son, okay, to not to get, if you Aquavius or Aquan from that era, go look. I'm not making this up. If you are one of those kids from that era, who come from that era. Let's, let's, let's understand who comes from that era, right? We did a whole show on names, right? Mm-hmm. Bobs get jobs, right? <laughs> okay. Did a whole show on this. No, listen. When I, and, and I'm petty, but I've been petty, right? When I'm looking at just the names of these young people being arrested, go look at them, Holly. You, 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 know, you know who they are. Yeah, but they want to be, they want to be, 
I don't how, want to say rappers. How but, bad? Yeah. No, no, no. Well, they no, want to be the parents are the ones name. naming them. How, yeah. how crazy is well, it? Well, I was talking what, about the look. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get yeah. that. But how crazy is it when you scroll down arrest affidavits and you look at the names? Don't look at the sex. Don't look at at so, the race. You ask them what color. What's yeah. the color thing is? Yeah. 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 So, huh? Go look at every. And I'm like, how does this correlate? Right? And I tell you where it's coming. It's coming from a place. A ugly place in the nineties, a ugly place in the in the in the in the early two thousands, an ugly place where young women in urban communities did not know they were carrying a child and they engaged in alcohol and went to the club and smoked some reefer and took some pills and all of a sudden they find out that they are carrying a child. And they've been carrying such child for a minute. This child has ingested everything that they've ingested. This child comes to life. And this child becomes a nuisance because of undiagnosed issues, correct? Mm-hmm. The system is broken, and nobody's interested in fixing the system because there are people who benefit greatly from the system. As a community, we got to say what's important to us when we go vote. Mm-hmm. See, they got y'all worried about nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. Timmy just told the story. Timmy's a hardworking guy mm-hmm. who is raising his children with his wife, and he couldn't even find help. You oh, follow me? Exactly. So this ain't just about the people at the lowest level, but the people at the lowest level are going to get hit the hardest. Right. This is a system that is broken, but people are benefiting from it. And to, your, and to your point, yeah, we found help with, you know, to the, to the percentage of a meaningful, <laughs> meaningful amount of my paycheck, which was already stretched thin. Mm. Okay, so if you don't have those resources, you're done. You're cooked. You know what? You know? And, 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 and it's really important that we, we start to talk about how can we tell these people we vote for what we really need? Right. Or do we really even have access to the people we vote for? Do they know us? Do they know what we want? Listen, we're going to head to break. You're listening to The Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. We'll be right back. Back to The Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Welcome back to the Don Miller no Show. Who, whose Woman idea was to play learn. this song? <laughs> and when a man loves a woman. I know who played this he song. He don't know nothing about I this. I don't know. Holly played this song. He don't know nothing about this. You should be playing Troubled Man. That, you remember Troubled Man? Oh, yeah. Uh, Marvin right, Gaye. Marvin Gaye? Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. some troubling times for, yeah. for mankind. <laughs> Let's go fast. 321-339-1055 is the number to turn that off? I'm going to go to sleep right now like Joe Biden. Don, you know what's interesting? Um, this conversation, I told you, it, it prompted a lot of conversation after the show. Mm-hmm. And one of the um, conversations I had was with a lady. Her name is Mary Tucker, and she does work with me in the community. And she used to work. She was a social worker, and she used to work for live streams. And she had a lot to say about this conversation well, because she was on. right there hey. in the middle of it. Hey, Miss Mary, how you doing? Welcome to the Don Miller Show. Hi, how are you? Miss Mary, uh, we have a thing, uh, Holly and I, in the studio <laughs> that may be inappropriate, uh, but we want to just get this out before you come on the show. In the stomach or what? Out of the throat. Out of the throat. We believe in spoiled, spare the rod, spoil the child. In the stomach? Out of the throat. Out of the throat. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, okay, right well there. <laughs> I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Uh, so there are two sides to this, in my opinion. I get that in my opinion from Danica. Mm-hmm. 
these children need to be held accountable. But the parents need to show tough love. And so a lot of our problems... Oh, Miss Tucker, Miss Tucker, Miss Tucker, let me stop you for a moment. You just said these parents. Was there an S on the end of that? Yes. Okay, Miss Tucker, let me explain one thing real quick. In the criminal justice system in America, almost 79.2% of black men had parent. Okay? Not parents, parent. No well, father in the house. Single household. parent, huh? Single parent, right? Real quick before you go on by saying the accountability and the parents need to show tough love, what percentage of the young people you worked with came from single family households? I would say 75%. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. So when I say parents, um, remember, I'm not talking about um, generalizing. I'm talking about individualizing. Mm -hmm. So when we look at the parents, the parent of a child needs to show tough love. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of the conversation um, that the child... um, uh, is the parent rather will, will will say, "Oh, I want better better for my child than I had," and on and on. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear that all the time. Children want to be disciplined. They're going to kick and scream and holler, but they want to be disciplined. But now, when go ahead. So here's here's one of the things that you said that I thought was interesting. You said that as a case manager. You oftentimes found yourself in situations where the um, mental health professional is at odds with the justice system. You know, one saying it's mental health, one saying it's behavior, one saying, oh, this kid has an issue. No, we just need to put him in jail. You know, that I think that that's the, the more interesting conversation. Okay, so I'll go to that part then. Um, Yes, I was sitting in mediation rooms with the probation officer of that child, and this was many, but I will just say that child. And um, the battle would be between the mental health professionals and the judicial system. And there would be a conversation back and forth about, well, is this a mental problem or is this a behavioral problem? Because the insurance companies did not want to pay on the mental health side and the legal system did not want to pay on their side. Mm. There was always, there's not enough money. Mm. So this, so this, so this, so this comes was, down to money. Oftentimes, it, is that what you're saying? about money and power, power okay. and money. Wow. So, so again, you know, the cracks that we hear people fall through are getting bigger and bigger. Right, they're not cracks anymore. It's just giant holes that these children are falling into. And and Miss Mary, you and we've said this on the show before, but there have been programs that were geared towards juveniles that were at risk that were actually effective, but they disbanded them because they didn't want to pay the money. Yeah, Again, coming remember, down to the, the money. Remember the boys' ranches? Oh yeah, they were everywhere. That's yeah. right. The boys' yeah. ranch. The yeah. boys' ranch was very effective. Yeah, that was one of my hometown. Right. Yeah. 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 We yeah. went to school with those kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, co-workers that work for them and um, successful. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you just said, um, do the politicians, the people that we vote for, do they know us? No, they don't. Well, 
they don't know us, but they it's not a matter of them knowing us, in my opinion, but they know that we voted for them on issues of our concern. Yeah, but they don't care once they're voted into office. We were, you know, we were talking about that right. earlier. I mean, they have, they have no concern once they get where they have to go. Right. Then you know the powers that's that right. the powers they get that be what they, they want, they, and right. that's all that matters. Then their donor they class gets want. what they want. Yeah. You know, exactly. you, you know, and it's interesting you say that because uh, several years ago, D'Amica and I started really seriously taking a look at what politicians take money from what entities, right? And we came across something really interesting uh, years ago when we realized how many politicians, state attorneys, were taking money from private prison corporations, oh, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so while this person is running for state attorney, one of the bigger donors is a private prison. So what? why would this state attorney go in, take office, and not drive people to the person that blessed him, right? Okay. <laughs> Why would you cut your own situation off? So, of course, there's an incentive to drive people to this situation. Well, I'm going to have to get reelected eventually, too. And unfortunately, those poor people in the community that I'm supposed to be serving, they can't even cut the, the, the maximum $2,000 check to my campaign. But, but CCA, Correction Corporation of America, you follow me? It, it, and that's really gets down to that, that there has been this push to incarcerate for a number of years. And when you see these people, as you have seen in your rooms, uh, there's money, there's money in behavior, but not mental illness, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, behavior drives the prison industrial complex. Mental illness does not, right? <laughs> if if you understand behavior, when they see somebody spiraling from a behavioral standpoint, mm -hmm. they know it's just a matter of time where they end up where. Generally, in prison or the mentally ill just around right. college campuses. Absolutely right. If okay. you spend any time around. Okay, those. so you follow me? So there's money in behavior. So when you see this pushback, he's not, he doesn't have mental illness, he just has a behavior problem. He doesn't have, there are more behavior programs than programs for mental illness. Because you'll never, behavior is harder to change. It, you, mental illness is chronic. You're going to deal with that unless you address it, blah, blah, blah. That's not, but behavior, what is behavior? Well, we're clearly not going to address it because we look at our homeless population. <laughs> and, and, that and is what is the correlation between down the line mental illness? Mental illness. Mental the entire illness. way. Yeah. Right. It is not even up for debate. You can't say homeless without saying mental illness, right? If you go under many of these bridges and on these streets, the correlation is amazing. These people aren't well. Right? Right. Go well, ahead. There was, go there was a point in time where it was got more economic around, like the housing crash and right. things like that. And oh, by the way, another one of those is coming. But what we're seeing today is almost 100%, like, whether it be drug-induced or something you were born with, total mental illness. Absolutely. Spend 10 seconds talking to one of these guys, and right away you're like, oh, oh, yeah, you could not function <laughs> under the best of circumstances. Miss Tucker, Miss Tucker, so can we talk yeah. a little bit about... Your thoughts real quick on where, what do we do with them? What do we do with 10-year-olds who murder moms? What, in your estimation, as someone who worked in the field for a long time, what do we do with the 10-year-old who shot his mom in the head? Well, you know, I can't speak on that 10-year-old because there's a lot of things that surround what happened, what, what was going on. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, where this sit from. Damika says that, you know, the kid said that he, he was seeing things and hearing voices and mm -hmm. all that. I've saw many kids like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we don't know the rest of it. But you I'm know, just saying, we, what, what we do know is he shot his mom in here. At the end of we the day. We know that he shot So what do we do? What do we do with him? Listen, I had 
I had five-year-olds, mm-hmm. three-year-olds, but the parents were afraid of them. That's this ma'am. is what happened. No, you're right. The, 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 the judicial system says this mother cannot put this child out. Where are they going to put the child? Oh, if yeah. the child is 12, if the child is 15, yeah. Yeah. if the child is 17. We know where the child ends up when he's 18, though. Yeah. Yeah. 100% we know where that well, goes. No, no, no. I'm saying that when they're 18, okay, now the parent is no longer responsible right, right. legally. Right, right. Yes, ma'am. But if that child is 17 and beyond and lower age, then that parent has to keep that child at that house. I have had many parents that, and I'm talking about numbers, mm-hmm. that will go out. Uh, uh, when I say a parent, it's either a mother or a father or both. Mm-hmm. They will say to the, the police officer, you know, he threatened my daughter. He threatened to kill right. me. And the kid is standing there. All these things are going on. And the kid knows because of there have been countless times that the police has been called, that the parent has reached out for help. And nothing and is going to be done. Wow. You know, there's nothing we could do. You know what, you, 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 Ms. Tucker, we, we thank you so much for joining us. We always like to hear from someone who was there. Right. And we thank you for all the, the work that you put in to make a difference. Uh, and and just hope that you and Demika stay out there trying to help people. Because <laughs> I ain't doing it no more. <laughs> we are actually well, we got know, a health a brain say. health expo coming up Monday yeah. where we're helping people we're helping seniors take care of their brain and educate them and inform them and make sure they are have access to resources. So we're gonna put that on the website, right? On the oh, yeah, we're gonna, we gonna put it on Florida. Yeah, Florida man website. You're gonna get the information from Demika. Electroshock therapy right there in the temples. <laughs> <laughs> Take the demons out real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Special invitation to Don. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm holding him. A- uh, no, I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. 100%. Okay. You, you need to take care of your brain. Uh, no, I need to take care of a lot of things. <laughs> what? I'm going to go there and take care. All right, thank you so much, Ms. Tucker. Again, listen to what she's yeah, saying, guys. Let me, just, let me just end by saying this. Yes, ma'am. There is no quick fix to this answer, yeah. but I will tell you what needs to happen. Yes, ma'am. If it doesn't start from the head, when it affects certain groups of people, yeah. then they will start looking at it. And, wow. And, and, um, televising it and, mm-hmm. and talking about funding for it, yeah. you know, that's when it will stop, like the drug hmm. problem that oh, we used uh, okay. to have back in the day. Oh, thank you, you, know, so, we were thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Okay, we got a bunch of open mics. Yeah, oh, wow. Uh, Mr. Tucker's Jim McGrath called, Jim McGrath called 317. Did Don just say reefer? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying nothing about no reefer. When? I, I don't agree. I don't, I don't know. When you... okay, go ahead. I agree with you, sir, that the system is broken. So how do you fix it? I remember when that evil stank witch, Hillary Clinton, said it takes a village. She just twisted it. It should be it takes a church. Food for thought for me is a lot of these problems could perhaps take care of themselves if churches would grow a pair and quit bowing at the altar of the 501c3 gods. Okay. Voice is very creepy, but makes a lot noise? of good points. Did y'all just do my noise? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. All three of them. Okay, let's yeah. go back. Mm. This is Jim McCray calling 317. I just want to get you guys straight on that. Sped rod, spoil the child. That's not in the Bible. In the Bible, it says if you sped a rod, you hate your child. Oh, wow. Well, I I didn't even say it, but oh, that's wow. I didn't say that. He, he need to call back and give us so. the Bible verse, what that is. Yeah. Okay, too bad yeah. the junior intern ain't here. No. Go ahead. Hey, y'all. It's G-Off in Sanford. I think there should be some legislation as to where anybody running for office or is in office should not get donations from corporations. 
Thanks. Love the show. That would be they great. They wouldn't have no money. They wouldn't yeah. have any money. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is millions of dollars to run for a local office. But yeah, it, doesn't, a lot of sense. it doesn't take that much to really run for. I mean, if they get on Spirit, because <laughs> Spirit and Frontier have good like twenty nine ninety nine or thirty dollars, <laughs> they can. They could do it that way, but they got to do millions of dollars for a campaign. You know, and it will it will force them to do grassroots yeah. campaigning, actually knocking on doors. Boy, it'll change, yeah. it'll change it'll what change people think about you, wouldn't it? Also having to survive a yeah. Frontier flight. Can, can you see, <laughs> see Bill's character? <laughs> can you see Chucks and Pearls on Frontier? Oh, I, absolutely. No, I can't. You can't I, I see Chucks see and Pearls. Put, I put her right on that plane. Yeah. She did it when she went to Howard. <laughs> I'm sure uh, she was on That the, was many miles yeah, ago. Yeah, okay? I'm saying. I'm sure she was uh, on a different kind of airplane, uh, the Greyhound bus. Every knee must bow. Go to old school. Get on the bus. Every head and must bow. Every knee must road. bend, right? And then stay, stay at people's houses when y'all go somewhere. Get in the Airbnb. It's not going to happen. But again, <laughs> you know, if we go look at, and it goes back to, this is about money, guys. And, and I think until we become more cognizant of who people are taking money from, then you're going to be in this situation for a long time. These people are taking money from people who totally opposite of their interests, right? But the people who vote for them, t- I'll give you a typical example in the black community, right? I went to a church one Sunday, and the pastor of such church is the traveling evangelist, traveling prayer warrior for Donald Trump. Right, D'Amico? Mm-hmm. The pastor of this church. Paula White. Mm-hmm. Paula White is Donald Trump's oh. spiritual advisor, right? Mika calls the name. Okay, yeah. No, no. She's, oh, she's Donald Trump's spiritual I'm advisor, right? I'm saying it in a negative thing. No, I'm, I'm just saying you just she's, no. she's Donald Trump's spiritual advisor, correct? Uh-huh. Yes. You go to her church, okay? Whatever the name of it is. And so I'm over there. She's got a black church, a bunch of black folk. And my buddy said, Don, look at how many of these people have that hate Trump at this church. Mm-hmm. Hate Trump. But love they Paula White. Trump, but love Paula White. <laughs> and Paula White praying for the person that they hate. But it's what it is, brother. <laughs> huh? No, Think about this, no, right? But, but no, it it's not just, it's not. It's, it, how it's crazy not, is this? It's not that. It's just what it is. In the black church, there is probably the highest biblical Illiteracy rate. Illiteracy and misalignment. Right, right, right. Like, you can see, you wouldn't be able to go to a community where there's a church every three miles and it is impoverished. That is, there's no biblical alignment. They just go to church to have fun. They're not practicing anything that they're reading, number one, because they're not reading it. Because if they were actually reading and practicing or implementing, the communities would not look like that. But, But think about this. So I know this lady who goes to Paula White's church. And she's like, her and her husband were like, man, we hate Trump. They used to call the show, we hate Trump. Trump is a racist. We hate him. We hate him from the depths of our soul. And I said, so what do you attend church? City of Life. I mean, whatever the name of They changed the name. City yeah. of Destiny, right? I said, you hate Trump? You go over there? Yes. Yeah, we do. I say, do you, you know your pastor travels with Trump to pray for him. No, you a lie. No, yeah, you're lying. Really? I passed like pass a hate Trump, too. Oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, pastor, it's Trump's prayer work. But again, this goes back to not knowing mm-hmm. who you ride with. Right. I know who I ride with all the time. I always and check I know the driver. I'm, huh? <laughs> you always got to check them. I got to check the driver. That's some street. Yeah. Let's go back street real quick on this, right? Who's driving, right? Yeah. As a young man in the barbershop, I'll never forget, Mr. Willie Wanzo was the barber. And Mr. Wanzo said, Boy, I always know who's driving. 
I had no idea. I didn't have a license. He said, you can't let, you can't let him drive, okay? Because he'll drive you off a cliff. And when it hit me, I understand what he was talking about, right? All right? But the point is, got to know who's driving, man. People just following blindly. Got to pay attention. Yeah, so I think we got to know who takes money in our community from what entity. I agree. Okay, or we're going to end up with people who don't have no idea how to make make things work for us. You mean the same ones that refuse to fund the mentally ill kids? Absolutely. After they promised it during their campaign. Absolutely. And I must say, you think if we take these mentally ill kids, now hear me out, and we just call them Ukrainian? <laughs> They'd be good. I mean, could we get a little They'd cash? They'd be good, man. Time? They would be supported. They <laughs> good. Everything's like, good. They, they could That's find cold. another four or five billion dollars. Let's oh, call them Ukrainian. We a miscalculation. We're going to send got, that right over. you got to understand that war makes more money than that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. So yeah. they got to go to the source to make the most money. And I, yeah, it's oh, like, oh, yeah. am I going to give it to it's, little it's Ray Ray or am I going to give it to Raytheon? Yeah. We know which way it goes. And not only, not only, not vote for people who are taking money from entities that are against your interests, but also not vote for people who really don't align with your interests anyway. If who? you're just voting for somebody because they have a D in front of their name or because they're your same skin color, that's not enough to vote. Give someone your vote. Know what they, what policies they're pushing. Know what they're really interested in because they will tell you and don't align yourself with something that you know is out of alignment with what your community needs. Well, who are you going to vote for? Because both sides of the aisle both work for the same masters. They both take their what money from the say? same places. Absolutely. What you, you know? All of these people work for the same master. Absolutely. They money from the We've same always said that. We've all, look, that is think true. about this. Guy calls me on the show, rips me in a shreds one time about the NRA and how Republicans are taking money from the NRA. No, Democrats get NRA money from a different LLC. <laughs> you follow me? <laughs> yes, they do. It's still the damn same people. And they're all graded on the same scale. There's so many, there's so many Democrat congresspeople out there. How long this? Again, but not all listen, you there'll never be one person or entity that you will completely agree with. Men and husband and wives don't agree all the time. Absolutely. But there is someone, there is a leader where the majority of their policies are in alignment with what your ideas are or what principles are that will actually help the people. But what ends up happening? Every single time. Like, yeah, they're bombing children in Yemen, but they did put the pride flag on the White House. <laughs> okay? It, it, it's like uh, both sides are still bombing children in Yemen right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't change depending on who gets to office. Bi bipartisan child right. murder, but however, this it's person lines up on, They line up with me on my uh, social it, it's issues. It's politics. <laughs> it's politics. We, how long have we said this? Right? right. That it's politics. Yeah. And, yes. But I do... And I could say this, I have extra disdain for certain people whose history, politically, has taken advantage of where I come from the most, right? So I go look at the history of this, right? And I kind of have a little more disdain. I know that the same people are giving everybody money. I've been there. I've seen it up close, right? Mm -hmm. Spent my life in that business, right? It's a scam. It's a game, right? But I also know it hurts a certain community worse than it hurts other communities because we keep sending people to represent us who don't take the $27 million Hunter Biden cash but take 200000 in a steak dinner. And that's the difference. They're building generational wealth on the take, and we're not. <laughs>
our guys go to jail for $200,000 and didn't give nobody no money. And right? here's the other thing. They're all doing it for pennies. They're doing it for <laughs> millions of dollars by committing hundreds of billions, billions of dollars. dollars. I guess where that money is To the entities. From. Right. So they can get just a little piece, and we call that generational wealth. Though the generational wealth is heading to the global elite right. at that point right. in time. Okay. That's where that money is. And goes. this takes me right back to it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, go ahead. We got, we got, let's play this real quick. Proverbs 13, 24. Oh, God. Don't come for me. <laughs> Where came from? Proverbs thirteen twenty four says, "He who spares that means you withdraw the the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is careful to discipline him." Proverbs twenty nine seventeen has this has this to say: discipline discipline your child, and he or she will give you rest. That means if you discipline your child, you'll have peace in your home. Okay, Holly. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Don't hit me with no. Don't, don't misquote. Don't misguide people because that's what you want to use scripture to justify your shenanigans. But, but wasn't that what he said? I thought that's what, what he said. Well, but he was saying spare that. He would. But he spared it while I hate the child. Yeah, he said hate the child. But we want to thank he you for elaborating. He says, boy, yeah, she got you. And don't no. be talking about my Jesus like this. No, but he said it as if it, you see, but he, the way he said it was as if you should not discipline no, your child. No, no, no that ain't what he said. You no. hate your oh, child. Yeah, just but you still gave him some hope. You was passionate. I'm about to say, if you're talking about not disciplining your kids, you're on the wrong path. Putting the gloves on, taking the earrings off. Go ahead, your child. That's why these bad kids run around here now, because y'all ain't. Using that wrong. G Time three sixteen says that if you talk back to your mama again, you she's gonna hit you in the head with a tire. Yeah, same thing. That's just a translation. <laughs> hey, listen, let's go to break. We come back. You listen to the Don Miller Show. We'll turn the corner. Feel free to join us three two one three three nine one zero five five or head over to www.floridamanradio.com. Smiles are powerful. They spread joy, laughter, and hope. But not everyone gets a fair chance at a smile. Every three minutes, a baby is born with a cleft, making it difficult to talk, hear, eat, and even breathe. In America, most children with clefts receive immediate care, but others around the world may never have access to the surgery they need to thrive. Smile Train is changing that. As the world's largest cleft charity, our sustainable model has sponsored more than 1.5 million smiles. We offer training and financial support to local medical professionals so they can provide life-changing surgery and other essential services at no cost to families. It's more than to see these children, to hear the difference that we make. And for me being born with a cleft lip palate, knowing what they went through, is so life-changing for me. Help us change the world one smile at a time. To learn more, visit smiletrain.org slash learn. Roxanne Watson is on a mission. Hello, how are you doing today? She wants more people to register as organ, eye, and tissue donors. Are you an organ donor? Yes, I am. Yay! My goal is to sign up the most people in the United States. <laughs> what drives her? Roxanne's own life was saved through the gift of a heart transplant, made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day that I was going to devote myself to the cause of organ donation and signing people up and honoring my donor by doing that. Now she's back to health, and she's a powerful force, helping to save lives every day through her work. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Eight people can be helped with the major organs, and up to 50 people can be helped with a little bit of everything. And when you think about it that way, 
that you could help that many people, it's amazing. It really is. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources, and Services Administration. Roxanne Watson is on a mission to have more people sign up as organ, eye, and tissue donors. What drives her? Roxanne received a heart transplant made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day to devote myself to signing up the most people in the United States. <laughs> That's my goal. Now she's a powerful force for good. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. While serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. Today, I'm a sculptor. Now, my fingers are my eyes. I'm Michael Naranjo. As a veteran, I know the challenges of life can be great. In my art, turning a lump of clay into something beautiful, that is worth doing. Life is like that. We each must use what we can to make things better. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. Now, I show others how they can create something with their own hands. I know it can do a lot of good. With support from DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Michael Naranjo, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. WFYY HD3 Windermere, WXUS HD3, W266DY Tonellan, WZLB Valparaiso, Florida Man Radio. Back to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. What's all the slow music today? <laughs> oh, this damn, man. Holly? You know this song. You all right, Holly? You know this song. Holly, are you all right? It's the eagle. Holly, you all right? What? I did when a man love a woman. How, are you okay? Everybody can't be hula every day, all day long. But right now, this That's touches somebody's soul. This song touches somebody's soul right now. Oh, my goodness. Welcome this back to the Don me, Miller Show. statement of, of the prom. Give us a call. I can three, imagine two, one, in my three, mind three, somebody sitting in a chair one, zero, somewhere five, five. with tears strolling down their eyes at this moment. Somebody lost somebody they loved through a breakup or through a terrible scenario. I can imagine in my mind as I stared out the window when Janice drove away in a Buick Century in the summer of 1983. That hour forever. This song was like 1977. I know. I this just when Janice broke up with me. This song yeah. was out. She drove off and she was in a blue Buick Century. I, I wasn't born. I was, no, I was, no, I was, no. No, listen, I'm telling you, Janice oh, broke up with me. I, Janice broke up with me, and this was the song that was playing. No, this was really when you started liking a white girl for the first time. No. <laughs> never I never know, dated I, a white girl before. I, I, I didn't think so, but okay. I just forgot to make that little joke. You have. <laughs> no, I didn't, I'm not really dated. That's why he knows the Eagles so well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, I did go to white school. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's start the show. Anyway, <laughs> give us a call. 321-339-1055 is the number to that. Carla, I am so sorry. I thought you was disagreeing. Um, I just yeah, lit you, you up. I'm no, so I, sorry. I, I just want to turn real quick and, you know, uh, I don't give a damn. If you're a woke white, turn me off now. Okay, I don't want woke whites listening to the No, we show. like our liberal friends. No, no we, we ain't got but one. No, no. Yeah. We, we only got, got one. Liberal, liberal Larry? 
Liberal, I guess. I'm, I'm sure there are yeah. other liberal yeah. friends yeah. out yeah. there. Yeah, some people just don't call or talk. Right. You know, they, they don't want to argue with okay. you. So anyway, this is going to be sensitive, this conversation. Like, I'm yes. sorry, they're just uh, the most annoying friends. white people. You know, every conversation, <laughs> they have, oh, we really need to talk more about climate change, guys. Now, let me just say, this might annoy some people. This might bother some people, what I'm getting ready to say. My mother would have been convicted of a felony. If you did that. While raising me. Because my mama slapped me violently more than once. You ever been hit by your parents? Absolutely. You ever yeah. been hit violently? I've, I've is, never, this, is this I, like a raise of hands? I've right? never been slapped. or, or <laughs> I, I've never been slapped. Okay. You I've know, been pimp slapped. Okay. But I've slapped. Yeah, I've never been. I never was slapped yeah. by my mom or my dad. I've okay. been hit in the chest. Oh. To where, you know, hit or punched. Punch, punched in punched. the chest. You Boys know, usually get punched. That, yeah, that's when I got a little older and thought that I could, you know, I was more manly you than I was. You smelling yourself yeah, as the old people my, say. Exactly. Yeah. See, I like them old quotes like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. But I thought I was, I thought I was that your, thing. your dad hit you in the chest? Whoop. Tore it all up, bro. I'm talking push. What'd you do? How'd you I felt respond? my sternum touch my backbone. How'd you respond? Uh, bro, tried to catch my breath. <laughs> Wait, when when he hit me, I went, I slid across the bed and down. You know they call it the drain mm -hmm. when you when your bed against the wall. Yeah. I, I went down the drain, <laughs> and when I went down the drain, I stayed down there. I was, I mean, I tried to act like I couldn't get out. I wasn't trying to get out. I was like, that's enough. I, I lose. You good? Yeah. So when your bed is against yeah. the wall, it's they called call it a drain. drain. Yeah, you see, I, I, I fell down the drain. <laughs> so I, I slid down the drain, and that was that was so, that was oh it for goodness. me. So Timmy, up in beautiful Lake City. How did your family chastise you? Multiple aggravated assaults. <laughs> aggravated. Wow. There was none of this stern talking to. You're going to take your Nintendo away. What, they use? what did they use to discipline? A leather belt. But here's the funny part. I was telling a buddy of mine who's much younger than me, about 20 years younger than me, the story the other day, that when the belt came off, like you think you're getting it on the butt. You're going to hit the glue. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, the they never, ever, ever hit that spot. Yeah. It's always like the back of the legs or the small yeah. of the back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you come out of there looking like you're you just right. got caned in Thailand. Yeah. How many licks did you get? I don't remember. It until, like, until he got tired. Yeah, yeah. my dad. Yeah, know, my dad. I, I don't, I don't know. It's like, you know, well, we're going to have yeah. to give you three. No, yeah. it's just until, like, his arm gassed out. Did you have brothers? <laughs> no, I was the only one. There was no one left, there was oh, no one left right. to beat. Oh, man. I was wow, you got it all. Because the worst is when you get a beating for your brother. And now I'm here. And you know. <laughs> he, you know he was foul, and then he didn't do right, but you got to get licks, too. And then me being the older brother, I would step up and be like, I'm going to go first. <laughs> I know I'm going to take the brunt of it because, you know, he, he, you know right. he just, he, he, he's strong. So but by the time he finished with me, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. my brother, so oh, I'm going to go was, first. So he's uh, swinging like he's so a community actor. All my life, all you my life, I've been standing up for the, for the poor. I've been Robin Hood. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, so you were an early community I, activist. I stood up for oh. Taking licks for, for the downtrodden. Yeah. Literally. Wow, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, and I used to take them licks, bro. But it was like you said, it, they would never hit where you, you, you your legs and then your, your lower back. They, but it's because you're moving. Wait, this is what they say. Sock steel. <laughs> they tell you to sock steel. And when you let the strap the bike down. If you sock steel, then your legs are going to be where they're supposed to be. But oh if, you dip, if you dip, if you dip, 
They don't do. We do. We do. They don't do. They they go same spot. Like, As I'm back, running, he's got my back. hand. He's running too, and his yeah. free hand is. Yeah, just you standing up fly. on your tiptoes, <laughs> trying to get you know. You want that thing to move. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying not to swallow my tongue for the pain. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this right here. This might be a little personal, but go did, for you, it. did you have somebody to be able to put like? Uh, alcohol or uh, witch hazel on, on your on your butt afterwards, you know, because the cut. <laughs> yeah, because my brother, we had to t- switch back and forth. We had to put yeah, that took, put took al- turns. the alcohol. The green alcohol was such on fire. Right. Don't do the green alcohol. Use witch hazel is better, but the other alcohol is probably the best product for it though. See but that, that green alcohol to... make that that make the that, that's putting. Fire on Gasoline. You. Yeah. See, that would have to be my mother because she was the good cop after like the violent interrogation. <laughs> then she would come and like, oh. well, you want to talk about what? Like she the did? nurse. <laughs> yeah. See, see, you want to have a conversation? See, that's, what, that's the difference in the culture too, because black people don't talk to after they beat you. That's it. That's it. You, you hungry? You know. You hungry? Wait, you be in the room. You in the room. You, <laughs> you hungry? Well, you, you got to understand that the beating is to draw the confession. Then it's a later beating after that. They don't, have, they, don't, they don't explain nothing. They don't want to talk. They don't talk. They told you. Then they beat you. That's it. <laughs> they ain't coming in there and, and going back over it. But you're not gonna go in none depth of that conversation. Nope. Again, nothing. It's again, over. like I said, that that interrogation might lead to a second beating. So you need to be very, very sharp. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Did you learn quickly? I learned a lot. I learned how to lie very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> See, I learned quickly too. But I had an older sister and a younger brother that was rebellious. They were like, they, and I, but I had to go with my sister, and I had to take my brother with me for stuff. So I was losing every time. I, I didn't have no help. You're the middle child anyway. So yeah. You're right. For, you're yeah. not a favorite. That yeah. is why yeah. you're yeah. a great yeah. community yeah. activist. <laughs> well, I wasn't because my sister got me in just as much trouble as my but brother. But Don, you would we, you you wouldn't have gotten in trouble because we had enough sense to know not to call the police. Mm, oh, if no. we didn't call anybody, you took it. Yeah, you don't call. And that the was police. it. You call my dad. Always just tell it. First of all, you go to jail. You stay in the jail. Let's just say this. Can I say this, guys? Let me just say this. Yeah, you can say this, Don. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say this. We're we're literally Uh, advocating for beating children right now. But guess what? Whoa, whoa! Listen, I called the police on my mama. Did you? Oh, you, Deb, if you're listening, wait, 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 Deb, if you are listening in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio, anybody remember this story is listening to all our people who listen in Chicago or any of my cousins called police on my mom. You know, my mom, right? <laughs> I can't imagine. Call the police on my went. mom. My mama choked me. Right. <laughs> and she was right. She should have choked me. Right. And because I said something terrible. So she, my mom chokes me. I called the police. <laughs> you know that dial phone? You got nine. Big rotary. Okay, right, right. So police show up. My mom opened the door. She said, hey, Ronnie. Wow. She knew the police. Oh, you call, your, you call, the, you call me on your mama? <laughs> your mama she's oh, like, Ronnie, he called you? <laughs> I'll oh. never forget. Oh. Officer Ronnie, right? Oh Did, he lock the door? Did he lock the door? Did he lock the door? Wait, you got to hear this. <laughs> my mama opened the door. I was in the other room. She said, hey, Ronnie. She's, he's like, hey, Rose, I got a call to come here. She said, I ain't call. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. 
You ever got your what, ass toe up? Where was you hiding? You ever got your ass toe up and the police stood by? Yeah, oh, watching? I, can, I can imagine. She towed my ass up. She was supposed oh, to. Oh, it was so ugly, yeah, right? Yeah, she was supposed to. I and he was standing there looking. Yep. I'm, I'm going to call the police. Yep, I wouldn't have got my little first aid kit and bought it inside so I could put some material comb on listen your butt. That was called service. Listen they, to me. They're there to protect and, 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 and That was tell you, service. And when she towed my ass up, this is what he said. Put some clothes on and come on. We're going to go for a ride. And Mr. Ronnie, I'll never forget this. He passed away. He spent 37 mm. years with Chicago Police Department. He said, come on, just put some clothes on. Come on, let's go for a ride. And he took me. We went to Dunbar Park, and we sat in his squad car. That's when the police didn't have to have cameras and all that nonsense where they were really working it in the service. community. Right? Yes. And he, we sat in the car. He said, let me explain something to you. If you ever talk to your mama like that again, mm. and she tell me, you think she told your ass up. I'm coming to get you. And I said, yes, sir, Mr. Ryan. I remember yes, sir. those police officers. Okay. And he took me home. He, I'll never forget this. He gave me 50 cent and he said, get out the car. And I was like, whoa. And he let me out of the car. And I can tell you, I went in the house. I apologized to my mama and it never happened again. The point is, remember them cops? Yeah, service. yeah. I'm, I'm Winter Park, Florida, and I think you knew him, Mr. Fields. I knew Mr. Fields, yes. Mr. Fields, uh, Lieutenant Fields, was uh, probably about 6'6". Six, six. He was friends with uh, our, our good friend Malone Stewart. Yes. And uh, the late, he was the great. late every, Chief Barry. Every black person in Winter Park yeah, and Eatonville yeah. knew Mr. Fields. Yes. And if he came around, if he says, because he could, he could get you in trouble... And go tell your mama, because <laughs> he know who your mama is. He know who your uncle is, your cousins. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he knew everybody. But that's when, like you say, police officers were really doing it to serve the community. But again, uh, I got we got we got we got chastised. We got our oh, butts yeah. whooped. We oh, got yeah. we got called out in public. Yeah, right? Yeah, the my, stomach out of throat. My mama slapped me in church, and Rev. Max Wayne didn't miss a beat. He just kept on preaching. She slapped me like you could you could the choir was saying. Yeah. And you could hear the slap because I was out of place. I was out of pocket. Go ahead. And I'll tell you what none of us did. None of us got in a car with five of the 15-year-olds and tore up a cemetery. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no. none, of us, none of us shot our mom in the face because she didn't buy us an AI headset or whatever. But, but again, but, but again, think about this, right? And, and it goes back to what Timmy just said. There's a news story in Orlando right now of a, uh, some young juveniles going into a cemetery of a young 17-year-old man that was killed a year after the six-year-old brother of the 17-year-old who was killed. Right. And then down the way in the same cemetery, okay, is a 15-year-old girl who was friends with the family of the 17-year-old and the six-year-old. And these idiots go into the cemetery and totally vandalize the tombstones, take a part of the tombstone home. They're 15. One of them's been arrested, right? And they don't know how to charge them. Let, let, let's play this clip. Even she was innocent, she when she got killed. So I don't understand like why they're still after her. Lashonda Reed standing alongside Gregory and Zykeria Simmons. The group tells me it was their loved one's grave that was vandalized the same night as two others. Every day. A Popka police using social media videos to identify suspects who filmed themselves. In one video, you can see vandals use a tombstone to knock over a headstone. But as the Simmons family says, it didn't stop there. The edge of the grave, the whole thing was up. It was kind of like right there. I can't, I don't, so, so they get, they arrest this guy. He's a kid, right? What do you do for him? How do you how do you how do you handle him, Holly? Well, the first thing is they're they're cowards. 
uh, I mean, a grave don't hit back, a grave don't fight back. Right, they right. Are, they're, they're, and they're ignorant. Right. I mean, in Washington, say they stupid. Right. Because they know, they know better. We mm -hmm. know they know better. Mm -hmm. I say lock them up. Mm -hmm. Make them do a lot of community service, and community service be like cleaning up the the grave sites, right? Or clean up graveyards. I'll stick them in the cemetery for yeah, ten I'd days have, in a row. Yeah, I'd have them do something, right, right. something to hopefully try to change them from doing something, taking this to another level of stupidity. Okay, you know that that's how I would do it. I, they, but they need to be hitting the stomach or, or the throat. throat. Okay, go ahead, Timmy. In their defense, do you know how hard it is to make a viral TikTok video these days? <laughs> well, yes, you you, you got to put yourself I, out there. Right, but that's why I say hit them in the stomach or the throat. Because if you get away with it, it's great. It's fun. It was a good time. But you get caught, you get hit in the stomach you, or the throat. Say, you say they're cowards. I say, is it not brave to try to innovate? Social media is so hard these no, days. That, this is something new. They're trying something out. Stupid. Stupidity. <laughs> but, but, but again, but, but, but so, it would have been geniuses had it worked out. So they arrest this kid and charge him with crimes that aren't really crimes, charges, right? So he'll be home in a minute. It's bond seven grand. That's 700 to go to the house, right? I just hope it's not retaliation and it's like a drive-by. You, you know, you, you tour the grave, somebody drives by yeah, and shoots up the like house. That, you know, it feels like that, You know, something yeah. like that seems like. No, no, they, 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 from, what, from what we understand, this is all about the whole, what they say in the community, ops, okay? Yeah. They got ops right mm -hmm. but but do you keep dropping these kids back off in the street i took a position recently uh when governor DeSantis removed monique warrell who i thought was terrible and replaced her with bain i took a position about judge bain being the interim state attorney because of the way i just felt like he could have done things a little differently but i encourage judge uh state attorney bain in orange county you got to figure out y'all got to figure out what the hell y'all doing because these kids know they out of control. They can get away, Holly. Yeah. They're out yeah. of control. Yeah, when I think about when I worked at the detention center, mm -hmm. I would hear the kids after they get getting ready right. to go to court and come from court, mm -hmm. and they'd be talking in there. And them kids know everything that goes on. They know what they, how far they can go before they get in, you know, they get in bad trouble. They know how far they can go before they go to jail. Mm -hmm. You know, they know all these things, and they play the system. They play the system. And, in, and, they, and it's funny, some of them even say, hey, when I turn 17, I'm going to stop. <laughs> they'll just say it like, hey, I'm going to stop because I know I'll go to jail right, if I right. get in trouble for it. But they'll, they'll they mess around up until that point. And Absolutely. With, like I said, but we've got to stop giving the kids, well, I shouldn't say stop giving them the rights, but give the parents more rights to handle their kids how they need to handle Okay, let's kids. check out these open mics. Go for it. What's up, Don Miller? Holly Holloman, Jamaica, Sparky 352. Out here on this job site, 30 feet in the air, laughing my butt off, listening to this great show. Everybody down there pointing at me, wanting to know what I'm laughing about. I <laughs> just don't know. Let me get back to it. Got to wire it up and fire it up. Y'all have a good day. Great show. First of all, Sparky, go. be careful, Sparky. Please, for real. thank you. Sparky, thank be you. careful, Sparky. please. Thank you, go ahead. please. Hey, Don, this is Tim from the Panhandle. Been listening since y'all's first day on Florida Man Radio, and I love it. You know, the apple does not fall far from the tree. And a lot of times these kids with mental issues have a single parent with a mental issue as well. It is systemic and it trickles down to social media and what a lot of these parents are taking in mentally and see and how they want to babysit their children with ADHD medicine is a huge problem. I agree. Can't be overlooked. Thank you so much I again. I, I, I love that our, our listeners are smart. You know, I think that's pretty cool that they're calling and you could tell Absolutely. that they have they have good sense. They they're, they're listening. But we pumping these kids with this medication, guys. And and I'm telling you, I got some kids. I'm 
Loving Pumpin', I'm pump, loving on Holly. Pumping on. I'm loving on some Holly. Yeah. We loving on them. We loving on them, but it's hard. Yeah. Pumping pumping them with prescription and putting them in front of AI. Bad combination. Oh, yeah. then all of a sudden let, they shoot up schools and we wonder what happened. Right. We don't need prescription right. and robots <laughs> raising our kids. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, but, I, but I think but again, maybe the robots it, could do a better said, job but, in some no. cases. But you said the right <laughs> thing. No. You said the right thing no, when you not. said we. Because they're disconnected. When, when we're talking about the adults, it's really it is our the fault. Adults. Like I said, it's, it's that brand. Every, every group, we want to give a little more to the next kid and have them do a little less. And now we're at a point to where it's backfiring on us. We need to go. And that guy said that I can't be quoted uh, uh -huh. verbatim, but he said something about his grandfather walked 10 miles, uh, his dad got a car, he got a Mercedes, and now his son is walking again. You know, it was that kind of thing, basically saying the more we get, the more we don't work for it, or we, we get things Absolutely. that don't work for it, and next thing you know, we're we're back where we started. Because we're not teaching them. They're, they're yeah. Working as a principal, yeah. anything, right. that, anything that's discouraging kids, and a society, can I say a society as well? Mm -hmm. When we're discouraging a society from working, destruction is at the end of that, Don. Can I, can I piggyback off of Holly real quick? Hard times create strong men. Mm -hmm. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. And the cycle continues exactly. Exactly. over and exactly. over and over. You, you know what's interesting, guys, man? I feel so um, excited about being in the studio today with people that, you know, I really, I just, I talk to y'all. I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah, we talk this, about this is These are these people. I've been talking to Timmy so long, and, and too bad Jason Henry's not here today, right? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. And I just thought that. He's, he's traveling. Right I should now. call him. Okay. No, I should call him. Jason Henry. So we, we had a team here, the Domino Show and Friends. We've always had a team of people, right? To, to just kind of in and out, and it's just good to be back and kind of bring the team back again and have this kind of conversation. This conversation we have when we just sitting around. Me and Holly, <laughs> me and Holly sat yesterday for six hours. Don't tell nobody that. I'm wondering, like, what the hell were you doing? And we just talked about the plan and the vision and engagement and who, yeah. you know. And the it time did go by it, pretty fast. Yeah. But before, you, before we skirt past let's, this. Let's take this call first. Hold your thought. Hold your hey, thought to me. Hey, try. hey, hey, write it down. Here you go. Hey, you're on the Don no, Miller Show. It. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Hey, my name's Ken from Destin, Florida. Hey, Ken from beautiful Destin, Florida. Hey, I was going to tell you about, you know, they talk about kids discipline and stuff. And when I was growing up, I was, back then in the 50s, I was called rambunctious. <laughs> you know, nowadays I would be ADHD and I'd be pumped full of fluid. Uh, and, I, you know, you all during the week I'd go to school and I'd get paddling to school and I'd, I'd come home. How you doing? I'm doing great. We go to a basketball game. And my teacher would talk to my parents and I'd go home and get a paddling. So I got right. I hated organized sports. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Ken, you hated organized sports because you was rambunctious? <laughs> well, because I got a whipping every time my, my parents talked to my teacher at the uh, basketball game. Wow. But, uh, oh, God, but anyway, uh, a few years ago, uh, before my mom and dad passed, they uh, they asked me, they said, you know, it seemed like when you were growing up, we had to paddle you a lot. And have you ever held that against us? I, I sit there a minute and I looked at him. I said, no, because I can't think of a single time that you didn't want me and I didn't need it. Exactly. And I, and I grew, on, grew up to be a very successful uh, 
person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned by doing right and doing wrong and treating mm-hmm. people right and wrong and had a very successful career and moved from Tennessee and uh, retired here in the beautiful state of Destin, Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's because people aren't given the chance to see what's right and wrong. They just want to give them a shot and get them out of the way. Well, Ken, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to the show, man. And we have plans, and I'm just saying this on the radio, we got plans of bringing the show to the studio in Destin at some point, and we're going to spend a couple of days broadcasting from Destin, Florida, from the Florida Man Radio Studios up there. So that's the plan that we have. I don't know how everybody else feel about it, but they just heard it right now. Wow. Okay? But that is the plan. I really want to go to Destin. No, I want to go to Destin and Destin. broadcast from yeah. the studio in yeah. Destin. How far is Destin from It's here? a long-ass way. It, it, okay? It's like going out of the how, state. Uh, ask him. He's from, how far is it? Well, it's not long enough for the program director to get ready. To, okay. To, so how long, is that, how long is the drive to Destin? Destin. Was it about seven hours? I would say not nah, maybe five. Maybe five. five. It doesn't seem like it's that. Well, it's, it's Panhandle. Yeah. So depending on how you get there, there's right. no good I-10. way. I think no, it's I ten. I ten. It's straight yeah. ten. Okay. Yeah. So we gonna do that. I want to do that. Uh, but Don, before you before you skirt from that, listen. Here's what I wanted to say. I think it's really important that when we talk about life principles like this, mm-hmm. that people understand how that translates to policy. So if we know, <laughs> there she go. I, I'm sorry, I got to go back to it. Listen, if we know work is important, if we know it creates discipline, if we know the benefits of that, then we can't support if stuff that's free all the time. You're right. Free you're programs, right. free this, free th- 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 life doesn't work like that. Right. Life does unless not you're work in, that you, way. Unless you're in Ukraine. Yeah. And then you can get one hundred and twenty billion. You gonna bring us back to one hundred and twenty billion dollars? Wait, wait! Not only one hundred and twenty billion dollars. Don Miller always takes things a little extra, and we just got eighty-eight thousand Ukrainian women with no men. In America. All right. The brothels oh are going to be full. And, and Ukraine ends up fixing our incel problem overnight. Look at that. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Let's go to the phone lines. You're on the Don Miller Show. Hey, Don. This is uh, Tim. I was calling uh, on open mic earlier. Yeah, Timmy, uh, where you calling us from? Where are you calling us from, yeah, man? Yeah, I'm in Destin as well. Okay, I'm in great, man. We got to come up Destin in the house. We got to come up there. Go ahead. Yeah. Been listening since day one. Hey, yeah, I thought it was uh, interesting. Holly called me smart, so I figured that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> Damika, um, you know, is always on point. And then, Don, I, I love how you're so invigorated with the system and how things got to get better. But it is tough because these parents, single parents specifically, you know, their babysitters, the ADHD medicine. I mean, there's a, a, floor, a shortage of Adderall in Florida. What's that telling us? Mm. You know, I mean, how's that even work? You know, so in my opinion, as a father who was going through a divorce and having to see my child through a situation right now, it it hits home hard. And, uh, you know, you really hope that the single parents and can get their minds out of the gutter. That's social media. It's plugging us big time. Hey, you know what? They're not seeing truth. It's just false. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. We got to head to break, man. I love all of our friends and all of our listeners. I know. I love them Let's head to break. Look, we're going to Destin. I need somebody to go over there and knock on the boss's door (laughs) and tell him we're going to Destin. I want to go to Destin, Fort Walton Beach. We get so many people who call us and send us messages from that area. I need a trip to the damn beach. We'll be back in a moment. 
contribute to the madness by clicking the open mic button in the free Florida Man Radio That app. dude who's trying to troll Jonathan. He stole that idea from me. He's such a fraud. Looks like Jonathan's getting daggum bullied by a 12-year-old. Somebody needs to call that kid's mama and tell him to go pick him up from daycare. When I told you about my father's first radio station. I really feel like you have stolen that concept. How you have quelled the godlike void inside of me of wondering why I need more cowbell. Leave your open mic now with the Florida Man Radio app. A veteran's hope. Where are you hiding? I search for you in the seconds. The minutes of each and every day. Hear me as I call out to you. Take my hand. Lift me up as I lift up others. Welcome me home, father, mother, sister, brother, son, daughter. Hear us now. Alone we stood, divided we fell. to make the connection. Our new mission lies within. Visit maketheconnection.net to learn more. Okay, men. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Every year, Steve Faircal climbs the stairs at the John Hancock Center in Chicago, 94 floors to the top. It's called the hustle up the Hancock. It's hard to believe when you watch Steve today that a few years ago, his lungs were failing and he was fighting to survive. For eight hours a day, someone was pounding on my chest to try and keep my lungs clear. I honestly don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received the gift of life, a double lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. After I got my new lungs, I started doing things that I had never been able to do. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. Steve climbs to honor his donor and to raise awareness for organ, eye, and tissue donation. Wouldn't you like that when you left this beautiful planet that you could save a few lives on your way out? It's an incredible gift. Imagine what you could make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Okay, men, time to be an all-star caregiver. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Be there emotionally and physically. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find care guides at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Back to the Don Miller Show on Florida Man Radio. Okay, stop, stop, stop. The music stop this damn today. music. <laughs> 
Holly, you wrong, dog. Holly, you wrong as hell. I was born. You love this song, Don. This is my favorite of all time. <laughs> In a little tent. But guess what? Oh, and just like the river I've been running. This is Sam Cook. Every since. When he was a soul stirrer. Yeah. After. A soul singer. That's what they used to call a soul singer. No, he was with the soul stirrers from yeah, 1954. Yeah, I'm saying, but he was a soul singer. Soul singer, singer with the soul stirrers. Yeah, when they had soul music. <laughs> Welcome back to the Don Miller Show, where we listen, laugh, and learn. Listen, keep calling us. We love the conversation. You guys are great. 321-339-1205. It's the Mika fake laugh. Totally yeah. fake. I don't. First of all, I don't have a fake laugh. Oh. If it's not funny, I'm not laughing. Oh, okay. I Let's thought just you, be clear. I thought that was. I thought that was your clear. Uh, yeah, y'all know oh, y'all getting on my, my nerves. Goodness, y'all too much. Anyway, if you don't call us, you can still join the conversation. Just go over to the app and you can leave us a open mic. So I don't know what's happening in the background. Don's yeah. doing something, but listen, <laughs> Holly. Speaking of speaking good. of you know teaching our kids discipline and. Uh, value and hard work, right? Mm-hmm. And shout out to Miss Tucker who hollered at us with real Tucker. information. Yes. Thank you so much, ma'am. Listen, Don. So, li- Timmy, hit me. Would you agree that free programs, free, 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 free? Hey, Doctor Desiree Allen, my homie down in South Florida, who's an educator professor. Just appreciate you, Doc. Go ahead. <laughs> No, people send me messages and I never just say stop. anything. Just stop. No, people send. This how good. How, how good are you? How good are you? Watch this. Yeah, we gotta learn free, how to operate listen, on the fly. That's right. right. First of free, all, sir. Free, free. Sir, how long did you do this with me? Thank you. Yeah. Two. Uh, a long time. Too right? long. Okay, Holly. Yeah. Holly. All these people who are saying thank you to us for bringing this conversation, I just want to acknowledge them. Shout out to yeah. Dr. Desiree Allen, talking to Stephen. Thank you so much, Mike, uh, Jawan we'll in Cleveland. Thank you so much to all these people all over the country listening to this show. And shout out to the people who run this bitch, who just told me we are coming to Destin, Fort Walton Beach. So oh, it's going to be good. All right? That's good. They got I said, did I say bitch? peace? Can yeah. we yeah. say peace? Yeah, yeah you sure did, Don. You did say that. You Sorry, did. the people oh, who run this piece, okay? To run this operation for the man just radio, you. JVC Broadcasting, shout out to them who said, Steven the man. They said, uh, we're going to be up there in a minute. So we're going to be up there directly. All right, that's what my grandma said. We be that directly. But y'all make make sure y'all let player Scott know. I, I bet you one hundred. <laughs> I bet you hundred dollars. Demiga forgot what she was going to say. Speaking no, of everything, that. speaking of everything being free, right, right and sure. pouring out more than you take in, right? She, these are concepts that really just don't work, right? She called it a game. So. How about our mayor in New York City all of a sudden now what decides mayor? What that mayor? What mayor? maybe the sanctuary city concept of letting everybody <laughs> into our borders no, is no, no, maybe it's not a good thing after all. Oh, oh you mean the cop. <laughs> yeah. The former police officer. <laughs> the cop in yeah. New York. The right. one who'll yeah. tell you everything he needs to get elected, just like I said before, and then when it comes down to it, he what? reverts back to being you a You're trying to tell me oh. a politician did that. Now <laughs> he's, now he's, <laughs> listen, now. Now, wait, wait, go now ahead. He's swi- now he's switching gears and, and complaining and warning his colleagues that, listen, if we stay on this track, we're going to have to cut programs. We've got to cut this. This is not Hey, Holly, this what did we say about Eric Adams yesterday as we smoked our brains out? Who was Eric Adams? In Mad New York. Oh. <laughs> what was that? He ain't one of them. Oh. He wasn't I, one of them. I didn't say. I don't even know who Eric Adams is, oh, man. Not, but that wasn't you? <laughs> no, that wasn't me. That was we were sitting there talking. We said the mayor wasn't one of them. He wasn't 
a part of the system. Yeah. He's just a guy who played the game, got in, didn't know what he was getting, right? Yeah, I must have gone to the bathroom. At well, I mean, he sounds like Donald Trump. <laughs> he does. Oh, oh, wow. He actually does. <laughs> he the black that? mayor of New York. Well, yeah, because he had a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah. He, look, T-Time, he was so animated about I, it. It was like he had an awakening. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> And, and, Maybe that wasn't a good idea. And then, like when I'm hearing it, I'm looking. I'm like, I am so sorry. This is happening to you. Mm. No, wait. So the Tell mayor, sorry, Don. The mayor of New York. The police. <laughs> okay, the police. Chief the police. NYPD is uh-huh. the mayor now. <laughs> okay, NYPD is the mayor of New York, right? Wow. And and a long time black NYPD, right? Yeah. Who saw a lot of issues while NYPD becomes the chief of NYPD, whatever you call it, superintendent. Then he becomes the mayor. And he had to ride this certain train, so he had to separate himself from being the popo to, <laughs> to be, be the, the po- politician. The, the po- oh. Now he realized. <laughs> it is how real life is. I should have stayed in the You don't carry a gun when, you walk, when you're out around. Go ahead. I've never heard a police officer say that diversity is our strength. I've never heard a police officer say wow. that we should just open up these borders and have less security and hey, don't guess lock what? the door. Eric Adams then went back to the police. He the police now. He, he never like, left. But, but, but he never left. this dude is like, oh hell no. <laughs> he like, oh hell no. He was like, hey, I was just playing. I ain't really with this. Okay. Now the Biden people. Too much. So the Biden people oh, call him like, dude, goodness. dude, dude, dude. He like, hell no. <laughs> Scotters live here. Yeah, and it's like, so funny because like the people on Long Island are losing their mind and protesting and going. Crazy. You know, it, it, it never matters till it affects you. <laughs> right. right. And yeah. all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh God, this is t-. like you say." Brad, welcome to my real well, world. Think about this. Chicago, Brandon Johnson, who's a clown. The mayor of Chicago is the most ignorant Negro mayor in the history of Negro mayors. Right. Wait, wait. Yeah, uh, Anthony Grant. Oh damn! You okay, got me. I'm yes, sorry. Man, you're right. Oh, yeah, we can't say any history. Okay, yeah, he's okay. <laughs> he got a silver medal. Yeah, and he got the gold. Yeah, and he got to go. Anyway, so the mayor of Chicago has the silver medal medal for ignorant Negro mayors, yeah. right? Yeah. He takes this job, knowing the issues in Chicago with homelessness and overwhelming the number of homeless people for some reason in Chicago are black, mm-hmm. and he takes in a bunch of. People, immigrants sneaking in, and he sends them to the South Side. That's Chicago. And the black folk on the South Side. Wait a minute. Hell no. Yep. Have you seen no. some of those interviews? <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so They're passionate. So you say Anthony Grant has got the gold medal. Go ahead. Well, I mean, he's got a he's got a plan to fix this, guys. He's going to sue Kia because their cars are too easy to break into. Yeah. Huh. Yo, the mayor of Chicago yeah. is following. Oh, you didn't see this story. No, I yeah. Didn't see that. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The Kia boy. Yeah. A Kia with a uh, with your phone with your your phone plug your at USB. So so the Kia yeah. so so he's suing Kia, but he's looking at dropping wow. thousands of migrants. Off on the south side of Chicago. Just in case right? you're wondering where your priorities were. Right. For so your elected gonna, officials that told you everything you wanted to hear. So we don't really have a solid approach to crime. No. So we're going to sue the car makers yes. be, for not making the cars safer. Harder, wow. harder, harder, harder to break, to break into, into and steal. But think about this. So Eric Adams, wow. the police in New York, who just happened to become the mayor of New York, now he want to be a police again. He like, man, I shouldn't have left my damn job. I don't know what the <laughs> hell I was thinking, right? Because he's seeing this, right? 
It's you one see, thing, like he, Holly said, when you're looking at it from over here. Right. Yeah. And then you, you get at, in there. Yeah. Right. Now you get to see the impact of flawed policies. It was never going to work in the first place. Well, so, so, wait, wait. so the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, says to the mayor of New York, you will not last a week in Texas. If you mm. think New York is in trouble, you got right. 40,000 of them. You just got okay. A, a well, yeah, rich white people in Manhattan don't care what's happening to somebody down in Lone Star, Texas. <laughs> right. They don't care right. brown. Right. Right. Until it affects you. Until, <laughs> Until it, it gets up in your face, right? right? Yeah. So the Governor Abbott is like, dude, you wouldn't last a week over here. We got three million of them. Yeah. Right? And this is very important. Whoa, 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 whoa. Three million we know, know about. Right. Come yeah. on. Right. Come on. Let's yeah, get it yeah. straight. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. and and the problem is, and I was just saying this to Quetta Jean Johnson from the Johnson family the other day, this number in the next four years could be 10 million people. 10 million new people. If we stay on this track. Right? If we stay on this track. The problem ain't getting them and dealing with them. They want most of them to end up in Texas, right? Mm -hmm. They want to turn Texas in a different direction, which goes to voting without ID. I don't even know if it's necessarily that. All you got to do is pump the right amount of people, because they've been doing this in California for decades. You pump the right amount of people into into the state. And so when they do the census, okay, they're not asking you whether you're a citizen or not. They're asking you where you that live. Yeah. So now we can draw new congressional districts. Now we can... Yeah, look, census is the worst thing ever. I, you is, you can't get me to vote differently than the way that I want to, but you can pump I in enough people to bring in more Congress people that'll keep mine from doing what I want them to, to do. Your, to your point, I didn't realize how they included inmates in that census. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's another... That's another uh, yes. trick, Teton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's, like you said, it's you're, you're, you're included in the it, census, but you can't vote. Right. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. put me in a damn census if yeah. I can't vote. And, and, they, and like you said, they're trying to get this where you, these people will be able to, to vote without, without having ID. a driver's license. <laughs> I can't get my check because my ID ain't right. First so, of all, I want to okay, talk about I can't get my no, check. This is, this is important. I want right, to talk right, about right. how You can't go home. Uh, yeah. You is, can't get on the airplane. This is so incredibly insensitive for you guys to assume that black people can just go get driver's licenses. Okay? Oh, wow. First of all, how no. racist and how terrible, how, right. exactly. how bigoted really it is. Right. To, to drive a conversation... That this is that, that <laughs> we're right that this, that this is voter suppression for black people that we would be every that black ignorant? person yeah. me and Holly yeah. know got an ID yeah you yeah. know any black yeah. without ID There's none if none. I knew a black person didn't have ID I promise you I would hang out with but them. you know how many people you know how many people don't know that <laughs> go down to the UCF campus right now go find the first blue-haired liberal 23 year old woman you can find and ask her the percentage of black people that have voter ID the percentage of black people that have driver's licenses. The number will shock you because these are the most bigoted, racist people you've ever met in your wow. entire yeah, life. Absolutely. I agree. I Race, agree. It's, it's racist. I had a, proxy I had a of low 20, expectations. I had That's who these people are. I had a 23-year-old wow. white girl tell me in the last few months that it's a shame that almost 60% of black people don't have ID. Tick, 
your ass back to Eloquah. But that's the narrative that they're pushing, Don. I don't know no black person without ID. But yeah, none of this nobody. is by mistake. And you none of this is You sure can't ride with me because yeah. we can pull it over. <laughs> okay? Your ass on your own. <laughs> hey, thank you so much, everybody. The Don Miller Show. Thank you, Tea Time Man. Let's we appreciate go. you, man, Timmy. Timmy, how can they follow you with this nonsense? Hurry up. Man, ain't nobody going to follow me these days, man. I already got kicked off Twitter three okay, more yeah, times. Okay, yeah, you did. You just got kicked off. <laughs> you, you Holly, Holly, man. Hey. Hey, how they follow I you? I love it, bro. You can follow me at grownfolks.life. And that's uh, Instagram. Hey, Demika Page. They can follow me at Demika Page. And if you're in the Leesburg area, come on down to the Brain Health hey. Expo on Monday, September 18th from 10 to 6 p.m. Where? Leesburg, the Venetian Center. Okay, look, and I'm Don Miller. Bye. WFYY HD3 Windermere, WXUS HD3, W266DY Tonellan. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It's Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. House impeachment inquiry, 14th Amendment in Minnesota. The FDA may pull a $2 billion product and a not-so-great debut. That's all coming up. Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, Kevin McCarthy has ordered an impeachment inquiry against President Joe Biden. An inquiry gives the committees more power to seek further information to see if any crimes were committed and if anything should go to a full impeachment vote. Even Mitt Romney, who was one of seven Republicans who voted to remove Trump from office in his second impeachment, supports this inquiry against Biden. He said the fact that the White House has been singularly silent and has coddled Hunter Biden suggests an inquiry is not inappropriate. That's very different than an impeachment, by the way. An actual impeachment would require the evidence of a high crime or misdemeanor, and that has not been alleged. But inquiring is something the president and the White House could have avoided. A lawsuit has been filed in Minnesota to keep Donald Trump off of the 2024 ballot in that state. There was another lawsuit last week in Colorado saying that Donald Trump should not be allowed on the ballot because of January 6th. The 14th Amendment, Clause 3, says that if you are involved in an insurrection or rebellion or gave aid and comfort to its enemies, you're ineligible to run for office. This is the left's latest attempt to keep him from winning. That is, keep him off the ballot entirely. We have some FDA news that does not involve COVID. An advisory panel for the FDA agreed unanimously that a common decongestant ingredient used in many over-the-counter cold medicines doesn't do anything. So the FDA is now going to decide if they should ban the ingredient phenylephrine, which would result in companies having to pull their product from the shelves entirely. Sudafed, sinus congestion, Tylenol cold and flu severe, NyQuil severe cold and flu, Theraflu severe cold flu, Mucinex, Sinus Max, and a bunch of others might be completely unavailable until the companies try to reformulate them. This ingredient is in 250 products total that were worth $1.8 billion in sales last year. Aaron Rodgers is a future Hall of Famer, 39-year-old quarterback, made his New York Jets debut on Monday on September 11th, no less. Ran from the tunnel with a giant American flag. The crowd went nuts. It was great. On the fourth snap of the game, he was tackled towards Achilles tendon, probably after the whole season. 
Zach Wilson, third-year quarterback, took over, led the Jets to a 22-16 overtime win. I'm Mike Slater, Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. Hey, if you watch my program or have been paying attention at all since COVID, you are aware of the risks we all face to our supply chain, critical infrastructure, and the power grid. Cyber attacks, gunfire, pandemics, all on the table. What would your family do facing a months-long blackout? No electricity, no fridge, no phone, no respirator, and an empty grocery store. Well, for Patriots, as a new solar-powered portable generator, it harnesses the power of the sun, can be moved around the house, and is used to power essentials in a time of crisis. So don't procrastinate on ensuring your family's well-being at a time they need it most. Please go to 4patriots.com today. Use my code, no spin for 10% off. That's the number 4patriots.com. Again, use code no spin for 10% off. Bubba the Love.